Chapter Five of Our Little Brazilian Cousin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Little Brazilian Cousin by Mary Nixon Roulet. Chapter Five: A Visit to Grandmamas. The fazenda of Senor Gias stood upon a hill overlooking the Amazon about it were trees and gardens and a small stream flowed through the grounds toward the great river a pleasant little summer-house was set under a giant palm-tree and about the whole place was an air of ease and comfort upon the broad pillared veranda and between the shady trees hammocks were slung for the midday siesta and the life of the villa was cheerful and pleasant alfonso was very tired the day after his jaunt through the forest and toward evening he lazily lay in a cool hammock swinging back and forth his sister sat on a cushion at his feet listening in delight to the story of his adventures lola was only eight years old and she thought her big brother of eleven quite the most wonderful boy in the world how i wish you could have been with me lola said alfonso of course you could not for girls cannot go to the places that boys can but it was most exciting. What you would like would be to hear Vicente. He told me a wonderful story. Do tell it to me, said Lola, and Alfonso told the story of the gilded man to her great delight. Oh, what a nice story, cried Lola, as he finished. What was the Indian's house like? It wasn't a real house, you know, said Alfonso. It was a little round hut all thatched with straw, and he had bows and arrows and all kinds of things alfonso was rather vague in his description the trees around were the finest i ever saw oh i'm sure there's no country in the world like ours lola smiled and touching the strings of her guitar sang softly minitecha tem palmeiras onde canta o sabia as aves que aqui gordejam não gordejam como lá nosso céu tem mais estrelas Nossas varzias têm mais flores, nossos bosques têm mais vida, nossa vida mais amores. Bravo, little one, cried Uncle Prudente, who had come out from his siesta refreshed and cool. That was very prettily sung, little patriot. Have you children heard the news? What news, my uncle? asked Alfonso. That you are to go home with me tomorrow to see your grandmother. How glad I am! cried alfonso and lola danced up and down in delight saying it is long since we have been in para and the ride on the river will be so pleasant the next day was bright and fair and their sail down the great river as pleasant as they had anticipated the air was cool and the sun partially under a cloud so that the heat was not too great and the banks of the stream with their trees and flowers presented views as vivid and changing as a kaleidoscope the city of Pará is one of the most important places in Brazil. From it are sent out into the world all the produce of the wonderful valley of the Amazon, woods, rubber, and fruits. Its markets are busy spots of industry, and its harbor teems with shipping. The mother of the Senor Gias lived in a handsome house on the edge of the town. Since the death of her husband, she had lived with her only unmarried son, the Uncle Prudenci, of whom the children were so fond she received the travellers warmly 
her son martin's wife was very dear to her his children her idols especially afonso he was his grandfather's image with his flashing black eyes his proud mouth his quick impetuous manner he was so like the noble old man she had so loved that he seemed to embody the youth of her beloved dead you must remain for a long visit with me she said to the children i have asked the children of friends to come and play with you in the garden this afternoon some of your schoolmates will be here alfonso and some little folk for lola i hope you will have a pleasant time you are most kind grandmamma cried both children and when their friends came they all repaired to the shady garden behind the house there were about a dozen boys and girls all chattering at once but in a moment's quiet lola said let us play dona sancha i should like it so much and we have thirteen just the right number yes said a little girl named catarina there are seven girls and six boys one of us must be it who shall it be they all cried merrily and one of the larger girls stood in a row and repeated i am a little widow from the sea-coast there i wish to find a husband but i cannot tell where shall i marry this one yes shall i marry that one no shall i marry this one yes for i love him so the lot fell to a little black-eyed girl called constantia who was then blindfolded and around whom the others formed a circle by joining hands they all danced around constantia singing madame dona sancha covered with silver and gold take away your veil then your eyes we would behold at this constantia uncovered her face and sang i am the daughter of a count the grandchild of a king behind a stone they made me hide a most peculiar thing then the others sang valentine teen who is married who is married she who is not must remain alone at the last words the boys and girls let go of each other's hands and each one including constantia made a rush for a partner lola was the one left out and she had to be blindfolded and take constantia's place in the centre of the ring so the game went on each girl taking her turn in the centre as often as she failed to catch a partner in the scramble when the children were tired of play their grandmother sent out cristoval an old white-haired negro who had once been a slave and he showed them many wonderful tricks of juggling he made flowers to bloom in their hats money to grow on trees and many other queer things to happen and his pet monkey kept them laughing with his queer antics then they all sat down around the stone fountain and had a delicious luncheon of doces cocada and sweet cakes and alfonso and lola went to bed that night quite delighted with their first day in para End of chapter 5 A Visit to Grandmamas 